0: 2000, he started basically ramping up uh, kind of a dev shop in, an, in the agency format, doing kind of one-off projects, then realized, wow, a lot of my customers have this problem with managing their rooms and managing their office space. So in 2005, formally launched his product, Kindeco. Today, they serve over 1,200 customers. Uh, all their rooms, right, managed with a piece of hardware. In many cases, about 50% of the customers buy the hardware. Uh, each customer pays call it three-ish grand per month. They're currently doing about $2.5 million per month in pure SaaS revenue, $4 million per month in total revenue. So, healthy numbers there. Growth rate about 40% year over year growth. A year ago today, their pure SaaS revenue was about 12 uh, million bucks. Again, that's now up, uh, that's, or sorry, about 1 million a month, now at over 2.5 million a month. Retention metrics, super healthy, 95% annual gross retention, net revenue retention, 122% annually. Again, building a software out with a team of 400 between London, India, and other remote locations. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Paul Statham. He is the CEO and founder of a company called Condeco Group. He has established several successful and innovative businesses, helping shape the relationship between real estate and technology. He's established Condeco as one of the foremost providers of workspace management technology and leading the company through a successful $30 million Series A round. He was previously managing director of one of the UK's largest electronic security companies. Paul, you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, I am indeed. All right. Tell us about the company, specifically what you do and what's your revenue model? How do you make money?
1: But we are a software, primarily a software business. We run a subscription software solution uh, that we supply to the enterprise uh, corporate market, uh, which is to provide scheduling and reservation system uh, management and, you, and workspace utilization.
0: And walk me through the revenue model. So is it kind of a pure play SaaS model or is there a consulting and professional services mixed yeah, in or what? No, we, we run, we have we have three parts of
1: our business. We run a, a, a SaaS uh, element. We run our services and consulting element. And we also run a proportion of hardware. We, make, we actually manufacture our own digital signage that goes outside of people's meeting space and on people's desks. So we manufacture that. Also. So it comes from three different levels.
0: And break, it. so over the past 12 months, break down the revenue percentages of each of those. Which one is, you know, 50, 60, 70%, et cetera? We do about
1: 45% of our revenue is now uh, through our subscription. Uh, about 20% is through uh, services and the rest is through hardware.
0: Got it. Interesting. Now, does the hardware, obviously, once you get installed, does that create some nice lock-in so that your retention numbers kind of go up through the roof?
1: Yeah, it, it's, you know, we're very, we're, we know we had great retention. We're a sticky product. Uh, once people have invested you know, capital into the hardware, you find that they, you know, they, they stick with you, but they, even the guys that don't use our hardware, you don't have to use the hardware. You know, we still have a 95% retention rate, which uh, we're very pleased with.
0: And is that, that's 95% gross or net retention?
1: That's logo retention. Our, uh, but but our, gross,
0: gross or net? Uh, it's gross. Okay, right. and annually?
1: Uh, and our our net retention is about 122%. Okay, and
0: that's on a, I guess, revenue basis.
1: Okay, um, on a revenue
0: basis, yeah. On yeah, that's, that's great. And that's annual? Yeah. That's great. Congratulations. Um, Let me let me just, I want to dial back up from the numbers for a second. So when people go into like, a, uh, like a, a WeWork and they see kind of the signs outside of each meeting door that are like electronic and you can use an app to kind of book them and stuff, is that you behind that?
1: We, we, we... The, that's what we, there there are others on the market, but we are uh, considered to be one of the first, uh, one of the market, uh, the principal providers in the market.
0: And give me a general sense. I know you probably have a lot of different cohorts of customers, but on average, what are one of these companies paying you? Let's just focus on the SaaS revenue. So on a monthly basis. Uh,
1: we, we, it varies wildly. We have our, probably our smallest SAS is paying us around a couple of thousand dollars a month. And our largest could be paying us thirty, forty thousand dollars a month. So and what's, it,
0: what's the difference between the two? Is it just number of locations or what uh, makes the we, difference? We, we,
1: our, our revenue, uh, our subscription model is based on the number of rooms and desks that we have managed within our system.
0: Okay. And, and so get, let's go micro for a second. So what do you charge per room or per desk? It varies wildly but
1: but depending on the size of the scale but somewhere in a few hundred dollars it starts at a few hundred dollars a year so it can start as low as as thirty forty dollars a month uh, if you have it with all of the additions with signage and screens it can go up to maybe seven to eight hundred dollars a month a year.
0: Okay. So just, I want to make sure I understand this. Let's say I'm like a solo, I'm a single company and I have two offices in my, in my building and and there are three desks in each office. I'm going to pay a a couple, a hundred, a hundred, a couple, it sounds like I could pay maybe grand or two grand just to manage those two offices for a year. Is that accurate? If you
1: had three, three meeting spaces, uh, and you wanted signs and to manage those rooms, those meeting rooms, it would cost you around for those three meeting spaces, cost you about $900 for the year, including the hardware.
0: Okay. Okay. God, that's, that's okay. That's reasonably priced. Great. And, and walk me through the backstory here. Let's put us on a timeline. When did you launch? We launched
1: in 2005. So we've okay.
0: been about for a while. And, and where were you personally at that point? Or did you join the company at the Series A level?
1: No, I was the founder of the business. I founded the business uh, uh, back in 2000 when we were doing, we weren't, we, we were doing software development and we uh, developed the Condeco product in 2005 and launched it. Uh, so I'm been with the business since the get-go.
0: So from 2000 to 2005, I mean, were you running essentially an agency and outsourced dev shop? And then you said, Oh, a lot of people have this problem. Let's go all in.
1: Precisely. Absolutely. That's exactly what happened. We were, you know, we had, we, we, we came across the, the, the problem on a number of times we built a great solution. And when guys, this is a, this is, this is a winner. And we pushed on, uh, in 2005 and dropped the bespoke stuff that, that was, uh, uh, was going on at the time. Good for cash flow, but a distraction once you have a SaaS company. Totally and completely. Yeah, we we, we started life back in the day as a perpetual license company. We migrated in 2015 to entirely SaaS.
0: Uh, we've never looked back. Painful times, but it's uh, it's a it's SaaS is a great place to be. And what have you scaled to now today in terms of total customers using you?
1: Our total customer base is around 1,200.
0: Okay. Got it. So, so is it a note and is the sales process no touch or is it pretty high touch? You have a big inside sales team.
1: No, we, we have a, we have over in our total sales team sales and marketing accounts for about a hundred people within the business. We have a 10 man inside sales team. We have a 35 man outside sales team. We have channel teams. We have marketing teams. So we've got quite a big organization behind our sales and marketing. What's total team size? 400. 400 people. Everyone in in London? No, we've got uh, London accounts for about uh, 120 of our members uh, of, of staff. Our team, we've got a large development and uh, implementation centre that is in Gurugram uh, in uh, India, and we have offices. We have 11 other offices around the world. We've got offices in California, in New York, uh, across Europe, uh, Singapore, Australia. So we've got we've got a, a wide range of we cover globally.
0: And give me a sense of kind of at this, at this scale you're at today, what are you growing at year over year?
1: Uh, we're growing around just under 30% year on year. And our SaaS revenue is growing at around 40% year on year.
0: That's great. And and you said you raised capital. So how much have you raised to date? We raised 30 million with, with Highland. Uh, in, that's the only capital?
1: Yeah, that's the only capital. We were, we were bootstrapped for the first uh, 16 years of our life. And uh, we then... Uh, uh, because of uh, our, our expansion was just getting so great that we, we took on some capital from Highland Europe. And that's been a great, uh, a, a great addition to our, our, our business. You
0: turned to the dark side. You couldn't resist it, huh? <laughs> I turned to the dark side, but I tell you what, I love
1: every minute of it now we're there. It's, uh, it makes our growth even stronger. So it, it's, it's a great place to be.
0: Did they pursue you or did you pursue them?
1: Uh, they firstly pursued us. We then ran a process through KPMG. And we selected, actually, selected Highland, who had approached us previously because they really understood our business, uh, a small, relatively small business, uh, a company in, in, based in Europe, and, and really, really you know, got to know us quite well over the, the, the period. And uh, yeah, as I say, it's, it's been really good. You know, yep. Often people re- reference the dark side, but we, we found it to be most certainly very very insightful.
0: That's good. Now, Paul, if I take that 1200 kind of customer account you gave me and you said your minimum contracts are caught in the three couple thousand range. I mean, if I take three grand times 1200, that'll put you around three, 4 million bucks per month right now in revenue. Is that generally accurate? Yeah, we have about, it's about 4 million bucks, uh, in revenue per, per month. Per month, Yeah. That's great. What, um, when you, that's, it's pretty impressive. Well, actually, I want to take that back. When did you raise? What was the month?
1: We raised in June 16th, June
0: 2016. Okay. And what was revenue at the point that you raised? About fifteen million dollars, twelve twelve million dollars. Oh wow! So you've almost three X over the past six over over the past sixteen months or so with the money.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've grown, yeah we've grown, we grew quite rapidly during that phase. So yeah, it's probably about fifteen million dollars back in in the day.
0: Yeah, I want to. I, so there's two things I want to get here. One is that's. Incredible growth, right? Bootstrap to get to fifteen million, but it's also incredible how you've been able to. You know, a lot of people say, "Yeah, give me capital, and I can use it to drive growth." And then the pro formas never check out. You, it sounds like you're able to spend it, and the pro formas are checking out. I want to talk about both. So, how are you? You know, pre-funding days. How are you operating the company in terms of team size, in terms of what your sales organization looks like, and how how you've thought about CAC and payback on your new customers? Okay, pre-funding,
1: we were. We were running uh, very tight. <laughs> um, you know, we we were investing everything back. We were running our pre-funding. We were still running through perpetual license days. So you were it's a, it, it's a you know, high profit, uh, lower recurring revenue, um, and therefore we were still able to focus on 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 customer satisfaction. Uh, we ran about a team of uh, probably in the region of about seventy people, okay. maybe eighty people. And, um, it's, we were still, you know, client size, we were probably only around three or 400 clients. And then suddenly, obviously we've expanded and, uh, the company's grown significantly. Yeah.
0: Now that was 2015 or sorry, 2016, caught 15 million in AR today. You're at, you know, north of 45 million in AR. It sounds like take me back the year. So in July of 2017 or August, 2017, what run rate were you at? Uh, I don't know the exact figures, but let's put it somewhere
1: in the region of around $8 million, uh annual run rate of recurring, of annual recurring.
0: Okay, wait, I'm confused. I thought you said a year before that in June 2016, you were doing $15 million. Uh, Of revenue, of total revenue. Oh, I see, I see. What was what was just SaaS revenue in, in 2016 run rate?
1: Oh, SaaS revenue in 2016 was probably around the...
0: It's probably six seven million dollars. Six seven. Okay, and then a year later, you grew that to eight.
1: Yeah, you know, a year later, we grew that to we doubled it. We grew it to twelve. Okay, that's sorry. We, that,
0: that's what I just asked. So, so sorry. June of twenty. So June twenty sixteen, six million pure SaaS AR run rate. Hmm. A year later, in June July of twenty seventeen. I thought you just said eight million, but no, you're saying it's twelve.
1: Yeah, no, that was twelve. You said in August. You said August sixteen, which was just after the the the, the investment it. was in June. So my fault. So and July 12th. Year, year after, yeah, July was then, it then ran. Um, uh, and we've been running and now our run rate is in in, in dollar terms is, is, yeah,
0: is running just south of 30 million. It's running at the moment. And that's just SaaS revenue.
1: That's just recurring
0: revenue, subscription revenue. <laughs> Got it. So that comes out, that's about 2.5 million a month. You're doing 4 million total per month. So you still have a significant portion call it 1.5 million a month coming from these other service lines, hardware, professional yeah. services. Yeah. Do you, did the, did the, did when you Did Highland beat you up over that? Did they say, hey, Paul, we can't give you the valuation you want. So much of your revenue is professional services, and that's crappy margin.
1: <laughs> uh, they, they, professional services were discounted, but the hardware, because we manufacture it ourselves, and, and uh, it, it's got some unique uh, properties within it, um, our gross margin on our hardware is fairly much quite, quite close to our gross margin on our software. So they were very happy with us in the hardware
0: market. Well, that's great because most most software margins are called eight gross margins, eighty five ish range. If you can do hardware at that at that rate, that's a healthy production cycle.
1: We're not quite we're close, but we're not quite there. But we, we we got a good gross margin on it.
0: Tell me more. You know, we've had a few people on that have a hardware plus software component. One's that come to mind are Eero, which is obviously home internet plugins into the things. Another is a purple Wi-Fi. There's a Wi-Fi install into airports and there's a software service on the back end of it. Uh, Talk to me right now. What is your, uh, or or how has that affected your churn and retention rates? In other words, if you take a cohort that has the hard, your hardware versus doesn't have your hardware, uh, one, is that possible to have, not have your hardware and still use your software? And if so, what's the difference in the retention of those two cohorts?
1: um the it is possible to have our software without our hardware uh okay. only 50 50 percent of our clients use our hardware the rest of them are just software uh and our retention is similar on both we we oh. have a similar retention on both hmm. yeah the soft it's the software drives the hardware as opposed to the hardware driving the software so people buy our product because we're a software company which is condeco software uh our hardware is an add-on so the value is that we produce, you know, one of the, the, the best and well-respected products in, on the globe that does uh, scheduling uh, for meeting space. So people come to us because we've got that, that,
0: that uh, reputation. Are there, is, is there anyone that uses your hardware but does not use your software?
1: no we we okay. don't sell we 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 don't sell our hardware uh, without our software offering uh to to run because our software runs our hardware
0: so it's they come as one and the same last few economic questions CAC what's it costing you fully weighted to acquire a new customer it's a it's a calculation that
1: we're currently uh we're reworking on because of the different calculations our, our cac is 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 running into uh, around uh, the way we calculate it, we end up with around a CAC of about 1.2.
0: 1,000, um,
1: 1,200?
0: Yeah. Okay. To acquire a $3,000 a month customer?
1: No, no, no. To, it, it's because it's it breaks down. We're now breaking our CAC down for our enterprise customers cost us more. So it averages. So if you break it down on a cost per acquisition for each room, it's around uh, for a $300 a year room, our cost of acquisition is coming out around $200.
0: 200 okay got it so your pay what's your payback period then you you put it at what nine months ten uh, months eight, eight months eight months yeah, eight months that, that's healthy now has that generally grown that's gotten longer since you raised capital you're getting more aggressive uh it's yeah it's probably a little bit longer but it, it's not hugely longer but a
1: little bit longer yeah i think we were as i say before the capital we were very perpetual based so it's a different different payback because the payback is is significant a lot quicker so
0: yeah you do you do you see that payback period is the same across all your cohorts so if someone's paying you you know three grand a month you're spending about three t- grand times the eight months so about 24 grand to acquire that customer uh if
1: someone is is it's not linear no if okay. someone has got a thousand rooms then our payback is is actually a lot, uh, considerably better than, than if you've got one or two rooms because although it takes longer to do it, the, 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 the value is, 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 is significant.
0: Yep. Makes good sense. Let's, uh, let's jump in here, Paul, and wrap up with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Famous business book is the second machine age, I think is really relevant to our business. And it's, it's, it was, it came out in 2016 and I think it really set the tone for where we're going with uh, robotics and AI. And it's, it's one that I've, I, I've probably many times over the last two years.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? No. Number, no. number four, what's your favorite online tool for building your business?
1: Uh, I have two tools. I'm an old school, so email still is, is the center of my world. But Salesforce is driving our business unbelievably. So that would be my number one. But I do love email as well.
0: So. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Seven and a half. It's pretty good. And what's the situation? Married, single kids? Married, yeah.
1: Yeah. Any, I've got, I'm 52 years old. I'm married, uh, have been for, for, for almost
0: 25 years and uh, got three children. Three kiddos. Okay. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew?
1: <laughs> yeah, to buy as much Apple stock as I could have done at the time would have been the first thing I'd have done. But now, in a business perspective, I, I think to, to actually be more strategic and less tactical back in the day. I think you start off life very tactical in the way you do things and as you get bigger and grow, you realize that the strategic is the way to grow. Uh, And I think that's the thing I would learn to be more strategic
0: be more strategic and less tactical. In 2000, he started basically ramping up uh, kind of a dev shop in, an, in the agency format, doing kind of one-off projects, then realized, wow, a lot of my customers have this problem with managing their rooms and managing their office space. So in 2005, formally launched his product, Condeco. Today, they serve over 1,200 customers. Uh, all their rooms, right, managed with a piece of hardware. In many cases, about 50% of the customers buy the hardware. Uh, each customer pays, call it, three-ish grand per month. They're currently doing about 2.5 million per month. In Pure SaaS revenue, 4 million per month in total revenue. So healthy numbers there. Growth rate, about 40% year over year growth. A year ago today, their pure SaaS revenue was about 12 million bucks. Again, that's now up, uh, that's, or sorry, about 1 million a month, now at over 2.5 million a month. Retention metrics, super healthy, 95% annual gross retention, net revenue retention, 122% annually. Again, building a software out with this team of 400 between London, India, and other remote locations. Paul, thank you for taking us to the top.
1: Thank you very much.